is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Yay, we're back for a solo episode. I'm really excited for today. Um, on the podcast, I have Jacqueline Riccio Stover. Today we're going to be talking about how to get motivated. Uh, this is near and dear to my heart because I have struggled with motivation for so long um, my whole life and mostly because I just didn't really understand what motivation was. And I just thought there was something wrong with me that I was not intrinsically motivated. You know, that stuff worked for other people, but it's not, it's not working for me. I I'm only motivated, um, to people please. And then I also, keep letting people down. So maybe I'm not even motivated to people, please. So anyways, I'm going to get into this with today's episode, but I also wanted to let you know that this is exactly what I help people with in my, um, the work from home success system, WFH success system. So if you have been struggling with motivation, uh, for the last, oh my gosh, six and a half months, and you just can't seem to get shit done while at home, I want you to click the link in the show notes, or you can go to www.imperfecteating.com. Make sure you put the W's, um, so that you can get to the correct website. Um, this is what I help my clients with, uh, figuring out how to get stuff done. And yes, that might include healthy eating, or it might include running or exercise or all these other things. But, um, those are kind of the tools that we use to feel good, to continue moving on, to get things done. So if you are struggling with the motivation, you cannot seem to get things done. And you're like, I need to get stuff done because I'm in the exact same spot I was in at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, click the link in the show notes or go to www.imperfecteating.com. Okay. So motivation. So the problem is we don't really understand the word motivation. We can think about it as motivation is two, we can think about motivating factors and there are two big motivating factors and they are pain and pleasure. I've talked about this in the podcast before, but when we start to think about that, like, ah, what pain am I moving away? What pleasure am I moving towards? I think I always struggled and just had this belief about life and myself that life is hard. I'm a failure. Everything I, anxiety is just like my baseline, just like blah, 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 sob story. Um, and think about creating a life that I actually enjoy or things coming easy to me or things being fun. That was just so foreign to me. Um, it, it just, I don't know. No one ever, no one ever said like, Hey, life, doesn't have to be this big struggle. Like you can actually enjoy life and you can breathe. Um, that just had never been explained to me. So if you're in that spot, you're in the right place. So the problem is we, when we think about like, ah, I want to do this thing, but I'm just not motivated. We say that all the time. I heard, I heard someone this weekend say that they were like, I want to clean my apartment, but I'm just not motivated. You know, it's like, I think about it and it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like five hours of work. I'm just not motivated to do those five hours. And that we will see that with so many things like, oh my gosh, like I know that I want to, um, do this big project, but I'm just not motivated. So the problem is that most people take on 
too much. They create this big idea in their head. Um, they think that they're going to be that person that we see on the media, we see on social media, we whatever. They think that they're going to be that person who jumps from zero to 100 and also can somehow remain at 100. So I think we've all had experience you know, taking a test and jumping from like, oh man, I didn't study all semester long. Now I'm going to cram. We go from zero to 100. We've done it before, but it's like, do you actually remember that information from the test uh, after the test? Probably not, right? But when you think about learning as an adult or getting stuff done, it's like, this has to be stuff. These have, it has to be habits, things that we do pretty consistently kind of every day so that it's not just about going from zero to 100 and like bang, bam, back down to zero, but rather you can maintain this life that you've created. Um, so if we think about things being way like these huge, big projects, no wonder we don't feel motivated. We don't get started on doing the thing. It's like this huge thing in our mind. It's like so painful. Oh my gosh, it's going to take this many hours or, you know, this much energy to do that. Um, and so, right. So people have to like pump themselves up and they have to keep pumping themselves up and, or maybe they think about a, a pastime that they have somehow motivated themselves. They've used willpower and they've gotten to that 100. And so the next time they think about something, they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's going to have to be this big thing. Oh man, the last time I was eating healthy, it was like this big thing. I was doing whole 30 and it's like, I had to cut out all the fun foods. And so it's like, it, it just feels so big. It feels so out of reach. You're like, oh man, like I want to, I'm going to become a runner and you know, becoming a runner means that I have to do an ultra marathon or a full marathon or a half marathon. And that's like really big instead of just like, what could I do every day? So anyways, people make this big, big thing. Um, they're not able to do it. Months go by. It feels so hard. It feels so out of reach. It is out of reach. It's like, in your panic zone. If you're a teacher, you know, zone of proximal development. Um, these big projects, they're in people's panic zones. They're not able to do it. Um, and then what happens? Not just that. It's not just that like, oh man, I didn't, you know, I didn't do the thing. It's like, now we, we berate ourselves. Like, oh man, I must not be a motivated person. I, it, it starts to seep into our beliefs. You know, I must not be a motivated person. I can't do anything right. Um, I, I suck. Like I, I am fundamentally flawed, right? So then these these words, these inactions, these failures, they just become more evidence that you can't do anything right. And then when you have that belief that you can't do anything right, you just berate yourself. You say mean and mean things to yourself. And then what happens? You continue this pattern, this like zero to 100, this like, oh my gosh, doing nothing or trying to do all of the things and willpower your way. You repeat this over and over and over again in so many areas of your life, like not just with food, not just with running, but so many areas of your life and you feel defeated. You feel disappointed. You feel like life is a struggle. Like, oh my gosh, we were, we're here and everything that we ever do is just going to be this big struggle. So if that's you, if you're kind of in that place, uh, this is the podcast episode for you. Um, so the solution that I'm going to give you, it's what I've had to learn probably 400 times for myself. Um, every time I come across them, I'm like, oh, you did that thing again. You did it again. You did it again. You, you try to ramp up your results. You try to go from zero to 100 again. 
um, or say to my clients, like we're not moving A to Z, we're moving from A to B. If you're a teacher, you don't on the first day of kindergarten give your students a Z level book. You're going to start with A or AA, right? So you start slow. You move from level AA to A and then A to B and then B to C, right? And it takes years and years from them, for them to become a reader. What if it just takes you years and years to become a runner? What if it just takes you years and years to become a healthy eater? What if like, <laughs> it doesn't matter because it hasn't, whatever you've tried in the past hasn't worked. So what if you just allow yourself it to take however much time it needs you to take? So, okay, we're going to get started. So what I use with my clients, we think about this big thing that we want, okay? That big thing, that big identity, that big thing that you want for yourself. The first thing that you're going to do is, and you can write this down, but I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. Number one is break off a piece to do consistently. Number two, make it fun. It has to be fun. If it's not fun, you're not going to want to do it. Um, three, do it every day and track. And then number four, um, talk, write kind words to yourself so that you remember the benefits you got out of this thing. So it's not just about all of the painful things. You're not like trying to willpower your way. You're like, oh wow, like I did, you know, I do feel really good. I do feel really proud of myself. Um, the last part, this is not the time to be like, ah, it's not enough. It's not enough. You're not at 100 yet. Nope. Nope. This is just the time to be satisfied and accepting of where you are. So I'm going to give some examples, um, put to put this into context. It's not just this like abstract thing, but this is, I think something that I've realized over the last, I mean, goodness, I don't know how many years, but also just the last, well, let's see. I it's, so I'll be 36 in a few months. And I want to say that I started getting serious about changing my life probably around this time when I was 29. The months, yeah, the, the summer leading up to turning 30, I started being like, huh. So it's been about six years of trying to force so many things, trying to 21 day fix, whole 30, my 100 day uh, running streak. Notice how, notice these numbers attached to how many days I was going to do this thing for, and then magically just become this like per- different person. But anyways, um, so anyway, uh, I mean, we're going to use this advice, put it into some context, and I'm going to use the examples of what I had to figure out for myself. So becoming a runner, let's pretend that you want to become a runner. The usual advice is go into the internet and download a trading plan. Um, open up couch to 5k, sign up for a race. Um, and these, you know, that's cool. Like I did those things too. I definitely did them too. But the thing is, is that when we remove the plan or we remove the race, that whole system falls apart because you are just relying on something external to get yourself to do this thing that, that external thing. So let's, we're going to focus on internal intrinsic, uh, things for you, for your mental health, your well-being, your beliefs about yourself. Okay. So step one, you are going to, if you're going to become a runner, that's the big project. Step one, break off a piece to do consistently. So maybe in becoming a runner, maybe the thing that you're going to do consistently is 15 or 20 minutes of run walking. You don't have to, you don't have to run the whole time. You actually can walk. Um, you can use what you've learned from Couch to 5K or the Galloway method, and you can just start with, hey, I'm going to consistently run walk every day. Um, step two, you're going to make it fun. Make it fun. <laughs> 
Make it something you enjoy. This is supposed to add value to your life, not be, not be so painful. So go somewhere cool that you like. I love running my neighborhood. I love being able to see different shops, different businesses. I love being able to see people, especially because we can't really see people. I love to see people from far away. I love one of my favorite things uh, that I was doing at the beginning of this year was I would drive closer to downtown and park my car and then run into downtown Chicago and run uh, along the river or along the lake. There's this really fun part where the river leads into the lake. I love that, right? So I made it fun. It wasn't just me running on a treadmill. Running on a treadmill is fine. Make it fun though. (laughs) Have some fun music. That's another way that you can make it fun. So we've got two steps. Break off a piece to do consistently. A piece, guys, just a piece. Make it fun. And then three, do it every day. I mean this. Like I've read that, you know, I I know training plans. You do need a rest day, okay? You do need a rest rest day. Training plans have rest days built in. You do need a rest day. But have time for yourself to do this stuff every day. So maybe you are not going to go run. You're not going to go outside and run, but part of being a runner is also stretching. Wow. (laughs) Strength training. Wow. Right. Part of being a runner is, um, if you listen to the episode with Jason Fitzgerald, who says that we're not just runners, but we're endurance athletes who specialize in running, running. Still got to stretch your body. You still got to strength train. You still got to make sure that you don't get hurt. Right. So what if you, uh, blocked out 15 minutes in your schedule every day for you to run or do things that help keep you running. Okay. The last thing you need to talk or write, I'm big on writing, uh, something like kind words to yourself. Like I am so proud of myself. You did this. So you remember this. Wow. You weren't able to do this a year ago. Now you can. That's pretty cool. Those are my steps for becoming a runner. That's the big thing. Become a runner. Break it off consist- Break off a piece to do consistently. Make it fun. Do it every day. And then talk or write kind words to yourself. We're going to use the same uh, template and then talk about healthy eating. So this has been big. This is really, really hard right now uh, while working from home. Um, people are kind of And what I've heard from people, what I've seen um, is that it's that whole uh, swinging from authoritarian, you're like on a diet, you have like strict rules about food while you're at work, to swinging to being super permissive, like, oh, whatever, like no boundaries, uh, no structure, whatever, no big deal. But then that permissiveness, permissiveness becomes neglectful where you're just like, I feel like crap. Like this isn't, this isn't fun anymore. And so people swing back up and they, they, they try to do a diet. They try to be super authoritarian. And I want you to be more authoritative that you have some boundaries and structure, but you actually, you actually, um, like the way you eat and it's enjoyable. Okay. So if you want to become a healthy eater, we're going to use the same template. Number one, break off a piece, a piece that you can do consistently. Ah, I am going to Eat breakfast every day, or breakfast isn't your thing. I don't care. Eat lunch or dinner. I'm going to do, I'm going to break off a piece. I'm going to make sure I do that every single day. I'm going to be a a consistent consistent dinner eater this month. Make it fun. Have food you actually enjoy. Get away from the TV. Turn off the television. You do not need to be watching CNN or Fox News or MSNBC right now. You absolutely do not need to be 
consuming news while you are consuming your healthy foods. Don't, don't make yourself a stressful person inside. <laughs> um, so break it off, make it fun, do it every day, do it every day and track it. You can use the 365 habit tracker. You can use your calendar. You can use a journal. I mean, just like track, like, did I eat dinner today? Did I eat whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever piece? Am I doing that every day? The last thing, talk to yourself. Write a kind word. Hey, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for taking time away from work to eat lunch. I'm proud of you from taking time away from the news to eat dinner with your family, to show, you know, showing your kids that we can, you know, we can feel good about, you know, even though the world feels very chaotic, we can still do stuff that makes our family feel good. We can, or if you're single, wow, I'm really proud of myself, you know. Everything feels really stressful, but I'm taking time for myself, taking time for my physical and mental well-being, right? All right. Now let's use this for, I don't know, just kind of like becoming a calmer person. Um, I would say that I was always very high strung and like a cannon waiting to be fired. I was not the most enjoyable person to be around five, six, seven, eight three years ago, (laughs) many, like just, I don't know. I would even say just in the last three months that I have just become calmer. I had a session with someone who I've worked with on and off and she got on a call and she was like, you're just so different now. Like something about you is so different. And I was like, yeah, I'm just calmer. I have just stopped trying to force things and I'm just, I'm happier. I'm just happier once I stopped trying to force things, it like released all of my anxiety, um, not trying to control every little aspect of my life. So anyways, to be a calmer person, just break off a piece. So break off a piece that you can do consistently. So one thing that I started doing a few months ago was meditating five minutes in the morning. Uh, meditation is not, I mean, my mind wanders and that's what meditation helps with. Meditation helps with a wandering mind. Um, but just practicing that. So having this meditation practice in the morning and then being able to use meditation skills later in my day is wonderful. Um, but I make it fun, make it fun. I use a guided meditation or I sit in a place in my house that I really like. I have these chairs that I really like. I have lighting that I like. I have candles that I really like. I make it this like really wonderful experience. Um, I do it every day and I track it and make sure that I do it every day. And then again, I congratulate myself for doing something outside of my comfort zone. This feels, uh, I think especially at the beginning, it felt so bizarre. Like, you know, I'm not just, I'm not this yogi. I'm not this granola. Like, I don't know. That's not me. But now I'm just like, hey, you're trying something that is outside of your comfort zone. I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you for doing this consistently. I'm really proud of you for learning how to help yourself feel good and not gross. I'm proud of you for taking care of your mental health and not just on, I think I didn't used to have preventative things. I was always reactive with things. Um, Grabbing a pill or grabbing, um, I don't know, just, just different. And there's, it's fine to take medication, but I just, I didn't have things in place, structure in place to make myself feel good. Everything I did was like reactive, like, oh man, this happens. Now I have to do this. Well, now it's like, I have things set in place. So those things don't, those stressful things don't happen. It, it's not this big snowball anyway. So I'm going to go over the four things to get yourself 
to be motivated. Remember motivation, motivating factors, moving closer to pleasure, moving further away from pain. So step one, break off a piece to do consistently. Two, make it fun. Three, do it every day and actually track that you're doing it. And side note, like if you miss a day, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. (laughs) Uh, That doesn't mean that your whole month is thrown out the window. If you're trying to do a whole 30 and you mess up, then yeah, you're like, oh man, my whole month is ruined. But if you're just trying to do better, you're okay with being uh, imperfect and consistency is your game. You'll see that it's okay. If the first month you try something, you only do it 10 times. Maybe the next month you do it 14 times. Right. And you just increase the consistency. Uh, that was number three. And then the last one, number four is like talk or write kind words. This is super important, um, to retrain your brain, to reprogram your brain. So you have beliefs, uh, Fallon talked about this in the podcast last week, but you have beliefs. Some of them are limiting beliefs um, that were created back when you were a little kid and your brain was not formed in order. The logical part of your brain was not formed. And so you understood things a certain way. You created beliefs about the world based on what your parents taught you, what you saw other kids doing, maybe at school in kindergarten. You created beliefs about yourself and about how the way uh, the world functioned. And we then, so we have these beliefs and then from those beliefs, we think certain things and we feel certain things and then we do things and we get this outcome. And so, you know, the actions are important, like meditating is important, but we have to, we have to also be mindful of those thoughts to reprogram beliefs about ourselves. Um, kind of, I definitely talked about this in the first episode of this podcast, you know, or the second episode as well, the if I believe that I'm a runner, then I will say kind things to myself and I will go out and run and then I will get better at running. So all along this, like our thoughts, our actions, our beliefs, our emotions, they're all connected. Um, we can't just go and try to do this external thing, go and try to like run and then come in and say really mean things to ourselves. You don't get the life that you want um, this external, you don't get the life that you want with negative thoughts and negative beliefs. Um, if you want to achieve the things that you want, you have to talk kindly to yourself. So anyways, this is everything that I've been helping people with, uh, in the work from home success system, the WFH success system. It is a four week program. It's helping you navigate life while at home. If you want to become a runner or you want to be a healthy eater, or you want to be a calmer person, or you're struggling to get things done while you are working from home, this is the program for you. Over the last few months, I have helped people start new jobs, get pay increases at their current jobs, start gardens, start new hobbies. Um, start running, uh, decrease alcohol intake, increase vegetable intake. Um, it's been, you know, yes, 2020 has been difficult, but it's been really powerful to work on a personal journey, uh, amidst all of this. So if you've been struggling the last six, six and a half months and you want to feel better these next three months, October, November, December, check out the work from home success system. It is $44. It is four weeks coaching with me, one-on-one coaching. Um, you can go to, and you should go to www.imperfecteating.com, or you can click the links in the show notes. Again, it is a four-week one-on-one coaching program with me. Go to www.imperfecteating.com. I am so excited to meet you and work with you. Um, 
and help you feel good these last few months. You are deserving of a life that feels good. You were not put here by accident and your life means something. You're deserving. Take care. Uh, We'll chat soon.